Okay, so as you guys are listening to this, it's Thursday. Well, listen, not everyone listens when the when the episode drops, but <laughs> it is Thursday and tomorrow is Friday and I will be on a cruise in the middle of the Caribbean Ocean. The Caribbean Ocean? Is that, is that, an, o- is that an ocean? The Caribbean, middle of the Caribbean. I'd have to ask Johnny Depp. I don't really know. Oh my God. But basically I'm going on a cruise and no, this is not a... I was talking about this this weekend with friends and they're like, oh, you've cruised before. I actually don't think I have cruised actually before, honestly. I can say that as a gay man. I don't think I have. Okay, for the people who aren't deviants and don't know what cruising is, it is horrifying in that you drive around. Or walk. Hoping to pick up or walk. Yeah, I guess it's a... a In the city, you can walk in the park from what I'm told. From what I'm told. From what he doesn't know. I've never done it. I'm embarrassed that I've never done it, actually. But I've never done it. See, that is so crazy to me because like if you are a woman and you are hearing this for the first time, you have to be thinking that is so fucking insane. Like walking like driving like to look for sex. I mean, I have walked on and like I I've walked on streets and met made eyes with someone and have gone to then have sex with them. That that has happened, but it wasn't my intent. It just it was a wait. And that's wait. I'm sorry. That first of all, that is not a meet cute because uh, meet cutes denote that a long-standing relationship comes out of it. A kismet is it kismet? What is the or word? that no, it's, it's cute? cute. I, I, um, first of all, there's nothing fateful about two gay men being horny. <laughs> that's just nature. Yeah. Anyway, that's happened. But I've never like actively like, for for those that don't know, people actively go to the gay men go to parks historically and can walk around and just cruise for, I'm sure straight people can do this too, I guess, but it's mainly more of a gay male thing. Anyway, long story I short, I'm going on a cruise. don't think straight people so can the do first, that. No, they can't. So maybe I will cruise on this cruise is what I'm thinking, um, which would be kind of great. You know what? I do feel like, was it an adults only? Like no. Who's the- what are you going to get? Oh, I was going to say, who's the like liner? It's like, not the Disney the cruise, but it's like, um, it's, it's Royal Caribbean. 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 Yeah, it's, it's Royal Caribbean. Caribbean. First Which, of all, Caribbean I'm accent what are you is. trying out? He doesn't know. Black woman, his oh, favorite Lord. accent. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we're going on, a, on this. Being in, I'm going to be on a cruise, and I'm excited. So, um, Kirk, I am kind of confused about you going on a cruise because famously you do not consume food. Uh, wait, that's and, like, so funny. So Lexi, all my friend who Lexi's going with us, I have 10 friends going, but there's like Lexi's thing. Um, anyway, she's like, what all weekend? She's like, what are you going to eat? What are you going to eat? I'm like, why are you asking me this? Like, I'm just going to eat salad and pasta. And don't they have that? Like, what is this? I don't get it. But apparently there's like escargot and like you just eat unlimited things. Well, I will eat, I will eat yes. escargot. For the views, I'll take take a video of it for you guys. <laughs> like that mukbang. I need that. I do need that. I'm gonna mukbang an escargot. Oh my oh god. My god. <laughs> oh no. I don't even know if that will what it will look or sound like, but you're gonna get it. Well, Whatever it is, it's gonna make snails. me physically sick. Yes. No, I know it's snails. That's but I mean, guaranteed. Anyway, well, the other pod member that we don't have, well, we don't have two right now. We don't have a producer because she's lazy. And we don't have um, Paul because I don't really, he just hates us. But Paul fell in love on a cruise and got married to a man from a cruise and then got divorced from the man. But maybe I'll be the next victim of cruise love. I certainly hope not. Cruise love sounds like a Sean Kingston song. Cruise love. (laughs) (laughs) I just think I'm going to be listening to Sean Kingston and Jason Derulo all weekend. I don't know why that's the vibe I'm, I'm ushering in. 
No, no bad gal Riri. Which sounds like every weekend of my life listening to Jason Derulo. Wait, what? What are your ports? Do you know? We're flying. I don't want to talk about Kirk's ports. (laughs) Oh my God. Shut the fuck up. We're leaving from Miami. We're going to Nassau and then we're going to Coco Cay, which is like a fake island that Royal Caribbean, Caribbean, sorry, created. Um, So that's, it's like, it has like an air, hot air balloon. I'm going on a hot air balloon. Apparently it's going to rain though. I don't know. And then the third one is Epstein Island. And then we come back. Mm, Andrew can meet you there. <laughs> That's where his dignity lives. <laughs> My dignity. Okay, I like, I, I, Andrew wishes he's been to Epstein Island. I would just like, not because of. I want to go explore. Yeah, I would love to. Is it still a I'm thing? Gonna, I want to see, I want to see the temple to Moloch that is buried underneath. Oh, Okay, why do you think that if you're being brought to Epstein Island that you're just like allowed to openly tour it? Like what? It's not publicly accessible. Oh, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's fully locked down. <laughs> There's no way. Plus they took everything. They took anything good. There's nothing left. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't even know what that's we're not to gonna mean. define what <laughs> anything good is. <laughs> yeah, what was good on the island? No, I said we're not All defining the evidence. That. Oh, oh, the evidence. Yeah, that's true. Well, anyway, I'm not going there, but I'm ho- also hopefully not going to the Bermuda Triangle. I don't know what's down in the Caribbean, but. All right. This is where Maggie would literally <laughs> tell us to like get into the episode. Speaking of ice, I hope not to crash into an iceberg in my cruise this weekend. Period. <laughs> because Write if I down, do, slay. I expect all of you to jump in the submersible and come find me. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But if you do find any pirates, let me know. All right. <laughs> That felt very genuine, and I could only say okay to that. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think I'm going to actually find pirates. Just butt pirates. Mm. I'm going to find There's the booty. Plenty of those here. <laughs> that booty. is a very early 2000s coded phrase. Yeah, I have not heard the phrase butt pirates. I don't think I've ever heard that. Speaking of things that are horrible, let's jump into this episode. Yeah, let's jump into the hellscape of who knows what. Twenty twenty four, it's here. To put that into perspective, that means that those who started college during the pandemic are now graduating this spring. So yes, Andrew and Erica, we all could have gone back to school for four years and been done now with some new degree, been a lot smarter with copious amounts of more student loan debt. I really hate that comparison to how long. Yeah, it just makes it feel so much longer. That was the point. Okay, well, hold on. Anyway, let me stop because I don't want to go into a negative topic today because today we're talking about something very positive, such as New Year's resolutions. <laughs> kidding they're completely disgusting and and we want to rip apart resolutions and talk about how worthless and dumb they are but we are still going to play into the societal (laughs) trope and share with everyone what our resolutions are going into the new year so let's jump into the hellscape of new year's resolutions according to a poll which i know we recently said polls are worthless but please just bear with me (laughs) (laughs) you stupid bitch (laughs) according to a poll by forbes the average resolution lasts a little over three months. Does that shock any of you guys? It kind of shocks me. Like, it actually I feel seems like, long. Yeah, I agree, right? Yeah, three months seems so generous. <laughs> Although that's the average. So I guess some some real winners are out there right, so still I guess, running into May. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like that's long. Like that's like, yeah, April. That's crazy through March. When I went to a commercial gym before I built a home gym, 
there was a very definite clearing out the first two weeks of February. Yes. Yeah, that yes. makes sense. Well, which means you're saying the resolution of you know people going to the gym. Yeah, I, th- I think most people don't even make it a full month. Yeah, some people can't afford a full month at the gym, I feel. Well, not just the gym, but I meant with the resolutions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so when it comes to resolutions, are there any in the past that you can think of that you really stuck to and then infiltrated your life at a larger scale? Because like, you know, the purpose of a resolution isn't just to last into the year. It's something that you clearly want to change about yourself or something you want to do. So are there any at the top of your mind that you can think of that you guys have partaken in the past that have actually stuck? So we're being positive here. So I didn't know that this was like a vaguely anti-resolution episode because... (laughs) It doesn't have to be anti. It's just like... I'm anti. The purpose of this podcast is to be anti everything, so I try to play into that. I, that's so true. But we're allowed to be uh, nice. Sorry. We can be nice. I just, I, I was just going to say, I just think resolutions from a new year perspective is silly, and we can just like wake up tomorrow and do something if we want to. But it's just easy to be like, oh, it's November. I'm going to give myself another yeah. month and a half being a lazy piece of shit, and then actually go after my goal in January. But then it never even happens anyway. So that's what I mean. I do make one resolution every single year, and I've done it for basically my entire life, I resolved to be straight for another year. And my track record is a hundred percent at this point. It's really, okay, girl. except the okay. time you said, except the time you looked at my nudes and you were like, I like your back. Bad. Andrew's at like 90% at best. Nobody tell Kinsey. <laughs> um, my new year's resolution for 2023 was to be better about money. You know, I will say, I had a very rough beginning to 2023, but I was still good about my money the whole time. Well, that's good. <laughs> um, well, it's hard to spend money yeah, from jail. <laughs> period. <laughs> Not that I would know. I mean, I don't know. I see these like women on TikTok who have prison boyfriends and I'm like, mm, maybe, but that's besides the point. I digress. That's my resolution, girl, for the year. <laughs> Get a prison boo? Get a prison boo. Well, you know, he likes to bottom, so... Um, oh, I don't want to see anyway. him. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to talk to him. Like what? <laughs> Kirk literally wants a pen pal. I would like a pen you pal. You can write prisoners. That's actually so There's funny. Like I was just talking to my that. friend before this, before we were recording around writing letters to old people during the holidays, which I think is a sweet thing to do. Oh, I thought you were going to say prisoners, which we should also but do. But we should also but, do that. Um, old people in prisons. Okay, back to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also known as Donald Trump. No, he's not. He should be. Ugh. He's not getting my letter. To be clear, we are against the prison industrial complex. Unless yes, Donald Trump is in anti- If Donald Trump is locked up, well, I'm yes. for the prison industrial complex for the few years that he's there. If that man is locked up, I, I, we put him in general population at Rikers. Like, that is the only Oh, option. I want him in Philadelphia at a jail. What? Eastern State Penitentiary? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, we can go visit him. Oh, that'd be cutie. Happy Halloween. He would be quite the attraction. Oh my god. Okay. Anyway, yeah, back to me. Um, so my resolution was to be better about money, which I certainly did. Um, and then the other one was to um put more emphasis on being a better athlete. Ooh. Because I still play sports and I still um <laughs> can, care about being can I laugh? A strong can person. I say something about that <laughs> without you getting upset? Go ahead, go the ahead, go ahead. Of, say it, say it, bitch. Say it, say it with your fucking chest, of, bitch. Of you quitting dodgeball. Yes, I quit <laughs> a child a reason, sport because not good enough for Kurt because he still does it. But oh, um, shit. I still play volleyball, which is where I interact with gays who aren't absolutely fucking heinous like Kirk and Paul. 
and Andrew sometimes. Um, but because of that, I have lost 50 pounds this year. So suck my dick, everyone. Suck her dick, everyone. But my everyone. ass is still fat. Suck her dick. Well, that's good. See, this that's positive. Both of those things. Except for the beginning of your year sucking. But yeah. you couldn't control that. Yeah, um, I mean, that was, yeah, that was out of my, my wheelhouse. Well, that's great. Andrew, do you have any resolutions that you've kept other than, is, was straight seriously your answer? You don't have any other ones? <laughs> Which is fine. I don't think I have one, to be honest. <laughs> no, I've never, I've never really, I mean, I, I have, when I was a lot younger, made New Year's resolutions, yeah. but none of them have ever panned out. The only times I've ever made any kind of significant change in my life has just been at like a random time. That's good. It's it's not putting it off. And I think here's my argument against New Year's resolutions, and unless we're getting into that later. No, go. There have been studies and data about Impulse. the the anticipation. <laughs> yeah. The anticipation of the thing is enough payoff that you don't then oh. need to do the thing. And I think a lot of people use that time of year, mm, the, like the New Year's resolution, they get all of the whatever the, whichever chemical i can never keep straight is it serotonin yeah. or dopamine like which acting on what but anyway it gives you the same amount of chemical release that you would get from actually completing the thing mm-hmm. and you didn't have to do all the work so you kind of huh. you, you've and i've experienced that in my own life yeah, I, I, so when i've made like a whole to-do list and you feel so accomplished for making yourself that to-do list mm-hmm. but then you don't actually do any of the things on that to-do list um, and you kind of run out of energy. I, I think New Year's resolutions are a lot like that because it's very easy to, all right, January 1st, I'm going to stop drinking. And then, you know, you wake up and you're hungover from your previous nights and it, it just, yeah. the willpower is low. Like it, it just doesn't work out. The other thing I think people do is make really huge, impossible goals. Yes. You know, or very vague goals. So I want to lose weight this year, which doesn't mean much of anything. Um, you have to make a plan to accomplish that. Or, you know, I want to lose 100 pounds, which for a lot of people is completely unrealistic to do in a year. Yeah, there'd be nothing left of me. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. So I, I guess that's my argument against New Year's resolutions. But I, I think my main argument is if, if somebody came up to me and said, should I make a New Year's resolution? I would say, why don't you just make that a goal right now? Yeah. Yeah, I love that what you were just talked about because I was thinking about that the other, thinking about that the other day, and I guess I knew it was a thing, but you saying it like there's I want I'm going to look up these studies about just the idea of like thinking of doing something and then you get enough. It almost is like when somebody, um, I think I realized it when someone had said something about me that like it's almost like a hope thing. It gives you hope, like hope that you're going to do it, and hope is what keeps people alive. Mm-hmm. And I feel like hope can hope is good. You need to keep hope your entire life, but like you also need to act on that hope because otherwise it's just hope. So I feel like that's kind of what. Um, you're describing yeah it's almost like edging i also <laughs> um i mean without ejaculating well that is by definition blue balls edging, but yeah <laughs> that was striking i didn't know that kirk was a no fat bro fat a oh, no fat bro and fat not fat we'll, we'll do an episode about no fat i would love to what does fat even mean it's when you jack off. I know, but what did the, what is it? The FAP it's come like the from? Sound is it, that it makes. Is it's it an one acronym? Of those, um, is it an acronym? No, oh, it's a sound acronym. that it makes. Okay, ew. I don't. I don't listen to it when I do it. I put headphones it's on. It's an it's an onomatopoeia. Yeah, it is an onomatopoeia. 
I can't say that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay, stay tuned for our no fap episode, or maybe our fap episode. No fap. No, no, no. No, no I no, want to have a fap no. zone. I want to have a fap episode. So we talk about the fappenings. They're iconic. Oh wait, that was good. That's probably the only good use of that word. Fappening. Um, the fap zone. Fappening. I would like a remake of Fap Albert. Okay, I think I we're done. I don't think we need any of that. <laughs> My New Year's resolution is to never hear the word fap again. <laughs> Well, then don't jerk off, girl. Well, well, speaking of that, if you make a resolution like that, my my what, not jerking is off? then to, is to then say it as many times as possible between now and December okay. 31st. And I think that's another problem with New Year's resolutions. Yes, is it, is it does also give you license. Now, the, I want to I want to preface this by saying that I, I don't think that you need to be some hardcore like I'm going to count calories on Christmas dinner. Like, don't do that. Like, just have a good time and enjoy our holiday and relax. But it, I think it does give people license like, Oh, I'm going to stop drinking. Cause, and again, this is my own personal experience. I want to stop drinking in January. So what do you do? You just unconsciously ramp it up over yeah. the holiday because you're like, well, I'm going to end in January anyway. So I can sit down and have seven beers and a whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Andrew's been doing that since January 4th of last year. Since the prohibition. 2020. I graduated with a degree in alcoholism from the uh, pandemic. My dad has that. The pandemic. Um, he's oh, Penny, he, you. He's still paying off his debt towards that. Um, I, I don't think I've ever made a serious New Year's resolution. I, I think as a kid, I did more of, because I was a good little Christian boy, I did more of Lent, where you would give up things for Lent. Or Advent? No, mm-hmm. for Lent. For Lent, the Easter one. The one where Jesus comes Jesus. back. Yeah, you're such a great Catholic. I would be like, I'm not going to do, I'm, I'm not going to eat ice cream. I'm a filthy Protestant, though. So uh, we didn't have Lent. So we had to do the New Year's resolution. Thing. Yeah. No, I think it did. Which but it was actually kind of hyped up in, in Christian churches a little bit. What? Lent? Maybe because we don't have Lent. Oh, New Year's no, resolutions. No, 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 no. New Year's resolutions, I think, because yeah, you know what? Protestants. The, the church always would say, like, on Christmas Eve mass or whatever, like, for next year, you should give more to the church as your resolution. Like they would always fucking use it as an opportunity to fucking get you to give more money. Hey, get your bag up. I respect it. I don't think so. Why have you never made a New Year's resolution? Just out of curiosity. Like, did you always think it was bullshit? No, I've definitely made them. I just don't, I can't think of one that I've like, I've made and like stuck with. Um, And I also can't think of any, to be quite honest, but I've definitely made them. I've definitely been like. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Kirk what? made this episode. He wrote this outline. He should know the answers. He's known the questions. Yeah, but I, I, they were, I don't have one. Okay, so <laughs> speaking of New Year's resolutions, what are some of the dumbest New Year's resolutions? Not that you've, you might have, they can be yours, but there's ones that usually come top of mind that people make. Like, what are just the dumbest fucking resolutions that people make that you are just like, just in, in general? And then also if there's any like anecdotal from friends that you have or family members that are always like, I'm going to do this. And you're like, why is that a resolution? Anecdotal is the word. What did I Just say? Anamanapia. Anecdotical. <laughs> Anecdotical. <laughs> Anecdotically. Rachel Dolezal's tether. Anamanapia. Anecdotically fappening. Maybe her tether is actually black. <gasps> She's not black. My New Year's resolution is to be black. No. Uh, what is the dumbest? That is the dumbest one you, you could have said. You and every gay man. <laughs> Me and every gay white man want to be a black woman. <laughs> it's true. Going back to what we talked about previously, um, I think the dumbest ones are the same set that everybody says they do every year. 
It's like, I want to lose weight. I want to eat better. I want to drink less. I want to work out more. Like those. It's just funny. General. Cause you hear it from the fucking yeah. dumbest people. You're like, mom, you're never, you've never gone to the gym. So I'm saying you're going to work out more. Yes, exactly. I like completely agree. I think the dumb ones are the ones that like are clearly coming from a place of like blind aspiration. Like I go to the gym four times a week. It wouldn't be crazy if I said I want to go to the gym every day. Like at least the gym is a part of my routine. At the beginning of the year, I went to the gym zero days a week. So like for me to make the resolution of I'm going to go every single day, it's like that's start small. I don't even know what one day is like. Yeah. Yeah. And I think those are the bad New Year's resolutions or the ones that are like so grandiose that it's like, it's overwhelming. Yeah. Like I know someone whose resolution was to eat 1200 calories a day. You've never counted how many calories you actually eat in a day. Also, you shouldn't restrict calories. That's a whole nother thing. But it's like you don't even know if you're eating 1800 calories a day or 6000 calories a day. And so like to make these crazy resolutions where like you don't have anything about you or your experiences that support that being feasible. All you're going to do is burn yourself out within the first like two to three weeks. Yeah, easily. The only times I've made some kind of significant change or progress in my life have been consciously incremental yes that's the way it yes. goes now I, I you know what i feel like we're on like a um like a motivational podcast now what is, i know <laughs> like we sound like like jay shetty which i love jay shetty but i think we're on like the his, his podcast i'm this is, this is like the anti like grind set podcast where they're like all you have to do is grind we're saying like don't don't do it's that small, don't start out and say i'm gonna things. lift five days a week small things like when yeah. i started deep throating i had to start like a little inch by inch Oh, um, and there's a life lesson in there, and I'll leave it up to the listeners to determine what that one is. Me too. Did I get there or did I not? <laughs> did Cinderella reach the ball? That's good. Um, and she You've never did, heard that joke? No, I love that. Oh, I was crediting it what, to you. What did Cinderella... No, no. What did Cinderella say when she got to the ball? Where's my glass slipper? Oh. <laughs> I, I know the answer, but it's still still kills me because i'm a fucking child that's good i've never heard that oh my god it's like the perfect joke (laughs) just like i've never heard that 12 means police officers i learned that today oh my god today kirk and paul learned what fuck 12 was and somehow andrew already knew what it was i didn't know what it meant but 12 means that it's kind of i'm not gonna lie it's a bit of a reach so 12 is the 12th letter of the alphabet is l and l stands for law and then law means law enforcement law enforcement means police (sighs) that's a lot for me to swallow if you know sure, what I mean. girl. Um, okay. <laughs> but seriously you need to inch by inch day by day step by step i love that theme song what is that step by step you know you know that day by day yes you do step by step the iconic like 80s show um i was too busy not being born me too but same i like to watch history some other dumb ones that i think are funny that people always say is um the quit drinking one, right? We said that already, right? Quit drinking makes me laugh because like I just stopped, like not stopped wholeheartedly, but like I'm on a sober-ish journey, which means I'm going to be wasted this weekend in the Caribbean, but I'm going to, um, well, not this weekend because this is a new podcast episode, but I was wasted in the Caribbean by the time that someone listens to this. <laughs> um, so, but I, but I also have like been on this journey of like, I've only drank a handful of times in the past six months and that's, that's incremental. Like hopefully one day I get to a place where I feel like I don't need to drink at all. Cause I would love that, but there's moments where you, where you want to, but I'm doing it. I think it's, that's, that has made it more fun for me and easier for me to understand that I say no to drinks as opposed to like, if I were to be like, I'm not drinking anymore. I think I wouldn't be as persistent and dedicated to it. 
Yeah. Like I said, I'm like, no, I know I'm going to drink on this cruise and that's okay. So like, I don't need to drink these three weekends beforehand. I just think it's, it's a smarter way of going about it. But I also didn't do that in January. I did that in the middle of the year or random part of the year because I felt like my body needed, needed that. That's the other thing is it's totally fine to set a goal for yourself that is small and easily attainable. And I think maybe that is where people kind of fail in New Year's resolutions is they don't realize that like it's totally fine to even say like, I know someone who doesn't drink for one week out of the month. And so she knows that for one week she will not be drinking. She kind of plans her life accordingly. So if there's something that she can't avoid, she will. And she's been doing that for two years now. And she's seen a lot of benefits from it. So like you can do a small thing and still achieve something. Yeah. And I think the other thing that people run into with creating a new year's resolution is by definition, it kind of has a either 12 month time span or really like an infinite time span. And I think that's really detrimental to people is it's very easy to make a really big resolution now and say, I'm going to lose weight. And then when you stumble the first couple of times, as you inevitably will, then it's a lot easier than to say, well, I still have until December. So, you know, I can worry about a little bit later. I just need to get through this, you know, vacation that I'm taking Mm -hmm. in the summer or something. And then suddenly it's November and you're like, oh, shit, I need to. I said I was going to lose weight and I really haven't done that. You have that big long term goal, but then make smaller goals along the way, not just one big goal. Yeah. I think that's true. Not us giving like good advice. It's crazy. God, we we give advice. We do work. And I think all these are rooted in like things that you're kind of saying to yourself. That, I mean, I think I think a lot of it has to do with their uh, people. Are, most people are unhappy, but are, if you're unhappy in certain things, so you're trying to use the new year as a way to like restart. But then you mm-hmm. never really do it. Why not just like, acknowledge them whenever and acknowledge that this is a bad thing you do in your life or something you want to do with your life and just fucking do it and stop procrastinating. Yeah. Um, but that's advice for everybody, including myself. But um, I don't know. I think I don't think it's bad to look at the New Year as a start, but why not look at everything as a new start? Because you could be dead before New Year's. <laughs> and then what? Point made. Point made. You know what? You know what? That's a valid point. To all our dead listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you voted for Joe I Biden. Hope you voted. <laughs> <laughs> so I think ultimately, though, you you have to find what works best for you and everybody's going to work in a different way. You know, it, to me, it's kind of arbitrary going into a new year. I mean, we have to delineate time somehow, but to me, it's not there's no big change going from December 31st to January 1st. But for a lot of people that delineation of time is very useful. Yeah. It's like I'm going to reset and I'm going to and mm-hmm. if that works for you, then that's awesome. Um, and, and some people I'm sure could just make a big goal and work towards Guys, it. I just oh. got a notification on my phone that says, enjoy this free audio playlist as you reflect back on this year and plan a fresh start for 2024. <laughs> Get to work. Thank you, Spotify. Yeah, literally. Anyway. Kirk is interrupting. Oh, sorry. My resolution is to stop interrupting Andrew, but to continue <laughs> interrupting <Good> Erica. <laughs> <laughs> that one might actually happen. I was going to say, if you just said stop interrupting people on the podcast, that's that's not, that's never going to happen. Well, you know what, Kirk? Way to show everyone a great example of what it's like to set a goal that is attainable because you would never let a black woman speak. Oh, I thought you were going to speak. Um, 
fucking hate you. <laughs> Girl, I know what you're talking about. I used to watch Oprah every day after school and I let that bitch speak. <laughs> I let that bitch speak. I let that bitch Someone speak. write that down. Sunday. I let that bitch speak so in I'm reference s- to Oprah. I. I fucking love Oprah. Yes. Oprah said, what does some little twink in Pennsylvania think of me right now? Do you know what I love about Oprah the most is, and this is a resolution for my life that I would just start. I want her garden. She gardens incredibly. She's the most oh, incredible garden in wherever she lives. I Hawaii. Know. Well, I think she lives a lot of places. I think she actually colonized some parts of Hawaii. But she is just the most iconic gardener on Instagram. So you need to check her out. Um, is she really doing all that work? I don't know. She's always carrying these huge leaves. And she's like, Stedman, my, my eggplant. I will say, as someone who has gardened, it is, if you have a garden, the chances are pretty high that you are the one maintaining it. Like the investment that you put in to getting those five to six tomatoes. Ugh. I'm sure it's like a, to eat it is good. Like you put in that work for that tomato, right? Yes. But they also always just taste so much better. Oh my God. They're like candy. Yeah. Rise up against the government. Start a community Wait, garden. So crazy. I saw on LinkedIn today, a kid from my high school is starting a company where he like builds people gardens in their backyards. So maybe we should invest. Sounds like some capitalist bullshit. No, it sounds yeah, no, like a great rise up. Uh, no, what? Anyway. Rise up against capitalism. <laughs> I'm not going to. I would like my money because I need some. <laughs> my Venmo is, you know what? Maybe this week on this or last week on the cruise that I, or three weeks ago on the cruise. Anyway, listeners, we don't record this when it comes out, by the way. We record these episodes a month in advance. <laughs> they know that, Kirk. <laughs> But Everyone I'm gonna I'm gonna treat that. the cruise like it's my bachelor and put my Venmo every every day. I'm like Venmo me. I'm on my bachelor party in the Caribbean, <laughs> and maybe they will. I'm going with ten people. I could totally make this into a bachelor party. All right. So now that we're going in 2024, and I just talked about how much we all hate resolutions. I'm gonna ask you guys, what are some of your resolutions for the upcoming year? Just not really. I do more or less about like what are things that you know. As I don't know if this conversation has inspired anything in you to. Um, want to change things about yourself and what would those things be? I don't see a reason to change anything about myself. Oh, oh. Um. I mean, being a straight white man in America is about as good as it gets. And when so. he says that, he it's including his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unwashed like his ass. Let's go. Poop. Or should I say poop? <laughs> <laughs> and I poop. Yeah, I mean, come on. Wiping is gay. Famously, true. famously, yes. You want me to touch my ass? I don't really care Period. what you do with your ass, quite frankly. Because <laughs> no one's getting near it. No one is getting near Just it. Just keep it the fuck away from me. Um. Well, in keeping in the spirit with the theme yes. of my comments throughout this whole podcast so far, I've already started doing what I want to do for the new year. Well, one of the things. Well, share, I want to share do with the, the group, and that's that's. Drinking less. Oh, yes. you'll, you'll notice I have a sparkling water. It's hop flavored, but it's water. Ew! Just drink water. Like wh- it's actually really you know good. What? They're really nice. I will. They say. are really good. I just don't like hop. Oh well, I I love. That's so, I know. It's it, taste buds are so interesting, aren't they? Well, when you have them. No, but seriously, I couldn't imagine eating, drinking that for fun. Like even drinking, like I don't know. Anyway, keep going. It is very different from a beer, but it still kind of has like a beer yeah. adjacent flavor. So. I only drink them in the evening. Like I'm not drinking them all day long because you know they're not the cheapest thing in the world. But uh, that would be so funny to drink that like lunch. You would think you're drinking a beer, but you're not. 
I've had had them on work calls just inadvertently. I'll go down at like three thirty to grab a snack, and I have like a four o'clock, and I grab one, and Cute. I'm like, oh, I forgot that. Like this says Lagunitas on it, and most people know that's a beer. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> but no one's ever commented on it, so. Wow. But anyway, um, yes, I'm I'm trying to drink less. I love that. Do you know why I love that? Because you are somebody, not that this is not even shade. This is like just you, like my drinking less was because I really just drink socially. But when I do drink, I drink and I, you know, you guys, I end up in really scary situations. But um, <laughs> if Funko Pop means anything to anyone, but um, I, Andrew like drinks, like, I don't want to say like every day, like an alcoholic, but you drink when you're just, you know, ha- or recording or like, and that's normal people. They have a glass of wine after work. I'm not, not one of those people, but um, mainly because I'm too lazy to go to the liquor store and buy stuff to have at my house. But um I tip my hat to you for making this change. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a big part of it is I, I did notice that, you know, I was drinking more days of the week than not. Um, and it really became a, a, a more of a habit, not a, I wouldn't say it's a chemical dependence because I don't have any of the issues with not drinking for a couple days, you mm-hmm. know, like people get horrible headaches or shakes or like, if you're really deep into it, it can be, you can't not drink. Um, but it definitely became a, a physical habit of that was during the pandemic. One of the few places I could go is I could walk to the beer store that's in town and get a six pack or the bar at the end of our street. And it also got me out of the house at a time when like people really aren't getting out of the house. So that mm-hmm. became a habit. Yeah. It's just the boredom of sitting around for so long. I mean, we're recording, working. Um, but when you've been in your house, like every night for <laughs> A year you just start yeah it's it's very easy to fill that time with something i wouldn't know i'm perfect um i've got some others but what are you know, they? i mean it is kind of the same generic stuff in a way um it, it you know i would like to i'd like to work out more but I, i'm doing it consciously in a smart way by starting small like every other time in my life i've ever made a goal it's always like i need to work out more so i'm gonna do it five days a week and yeah. maybe you get through five days or or four days of that first week. And then the next week, your body is like destroyed. So I am trying to do it a little bit smarter. But yeah, all these things are more of a decision a couple of months ago. Where I was like, oh, I'm going to start doing this now and, and doing it slowly. slowly yeah. My number one resolution is to hit my protein goal every day, which sounds very silly until you realize how much your growth towards what you want your body could be lies within protein so everyone eat your protein plant-based animal-based doesn't matter um but that's probably my big one just because i think that also when you i don't know i think a lot of goals can have ripple effects and i think you know me consciously putting a certain amount of protein in my body also means that i'm like obviously more conscious about what i'm eating and whether or not that food is beneficial for me from a macro standpoint, as opposed to just pure calories. Um, And then my other New Year's resolution is to be more present um, in my friendships. If you know me, you know that I belong to a thousand different social circles, but even outside of those social circles, I have friends that are really crucial to me in those social circles None of those friends are here on this podcast today. Um, sorry. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, since, you know, this is like my last, this will be my last few months in Philly. I want to be as present of a friend as I can be in Philly. But also when I make that transition, 
to Chicago, I also want to be present in the friendships that I established there. So that's my little resolution. Cute. Those are not little. They're big. Everything's big. I mean, I feel like you're right. Just like my dick. Oh, um, that's so funny. Mine. Well, actually, your first one is um, would love to chat more about that offline. Um, but I'm trying to <laughs> my my drinking situation that I've, I've been working on. I want to continue doing and, and see how I keep doing that, which is you know, not a resolution, but a continuation of something that I've started. But the next thing I wanted to tackle was we make, we make jokes on here all the time that I either eat leaves or air or nothing, which is quite literally not that far off from the truth. So I'm trying to get <laughs> more um, disciplined with food and so i'm gonna start exploring that and which i, I have in the past as an, as an adult i've gotten better than i i used to be a very picky child eater but that sounds terrible i, I don't eat children <laughs> but my name is not hillary clinton but i um or whom abedin oh jesus christ <laughs> they both eat that little girl yes there's a video so so protein is one of those things obviously i don't eat meat so i try and get protein anywhere else that I can get it um so so i do have bad news for you kirk i i just looked it up and the average load of ejaculate only has about a quarter <sighs> gram of protein in it shut so up andrew you're, get you're the gonna have to out. get to some swallowing oh uh, yeah well that's whoop, whoop. i told you i just edge anyway so it's not where i get most of my protein but um just the semen retention i like the pre-cum so it, he absorbs it back into his body this is, I'm telling you, this is literally no fap bro stuff. I didn't know we were going to out Kirk from the no fap closet. No fap zone, no fap zone. Oh my God. We'll no seriously fap. have to do an episode about it just, just to find out what, what Kirk's take on it is. And you know what? <laughs> if you want to listen to that episode, I'm not going to put a paywall behind it, but I should. And just know that. Fap streets back, fap ride. Okay. You saying you're focusing, being more present with your friends. I literally just got off the phone with my friend Aubrey earlier saying that I want to spend less time with my friends in the next year because I feel like I invest way too much of myself in other people and I am trying to invest more into myself. So I'm looking to have more time alone. And that means with my friends, I want it to be more purposeful and better conversation and less going out places and more going into places of people's homes. That sounded like I was inviting myself over to everyone's house, but I meant like just having like more intimate conversation. And that also plays into the fact that I don't want to be spending money. I don't need to be spending. I think a lot of times like we need to go be social and spend all this money in order to have friends. But I don't think you do. Like, I think you can have those meaningful moments and times in a less expensive way. And that way, when you do go out for a big dinner, it's more exciting as opposed to like there's some some weeks where I'm like, I'm going to three dinners in a week. I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, why am I spending all this money? And why am I also just like yeah. exhausting myself by getting somewhere? Like I'd rather have just have a more intimate, thoughtful, purposeful hangout. So that's what I'm going into. But in the beginning of the year, I'm going to try and literally just like isolate, not communication, but isolate myself a little bit and see how I like it. But um, that's one thing I'm looking for too. But that's probably the only one that's on like an actual like new year's resolution. Like I'm waiting after the holiday because I have mm-hmm. so many holiday parties, unfortunately, or fortunately. That's the thing. It's like some resolutions, like to me, it's like things can get so bad around the holidays that it's almost like a resolution does feel like that kind of reset from over socializing, overspending around the holidays and just like over committing like it's too much over everything. Um, And so maybe the big takeaway is to use the new year's resolution mindset as like a little bit of a like brain spot where you just say like at the end of this i have done 
so much of this particular thing that maybe for the first week or two weeks or the first month or the first quarter, I'm just going to like back off from it and like chill out a little bit. I like that. Who knows? Maybe Kirk will learn how to read this year. I mean, I was going to say read more and I, knew, and I didn't because you're going to be like, that's stupid. Number one, I hate people say that, but you're also like, you don't know how to, maybe you should learn first. Take a step. So I will say I would never say that telling someone to read more is a stupid resolution. No, I think it is. I am stupid. literally what? No, I don't think reading more is stupid, so but I think it's a, it's a funny resolution. I don't know. I think it's when people say that they never actually would do, but I have read more this year than I have in the past few years as an adult. So I'm trying to keep that up too. Um, but I'm trying to read more at night and less like when I'm going to do something, like when I'm like go on vacation, I feel like I read a lot and then I just like don't read on an, on an average, mm-hmm. but I'm just, like, there's a book that I read. I try to read like 10 pages a night. Cause it's just like a little thing that I do before I go to bed. Cause it puts me to sleep. It's a really bad book, but, um, I'm at least I'm reading it. I think we should ban books. Okay. Tucker. Thank you. I think we should do. Cause Kurt can't read them. <laughs> so that I want everyone to be in a level playing field with me. <laughs> I will say. In the summer of this past year, I spent a weekend with Kirk. What? And it was the most exhausting weekend of my life. I believe that's true. (laughs) That to be true. We went down the shore to hang out with with Paul and his crew from Columbus. We spent one night down there, literally less than 12 hours. (laughs) Literally. Total. When, When you total it up, we like went down to the beach for 20 minutes, went back to the house and immediately drove back to Philly where we had to set up an entire party. And then there was like 300 people there. And at some point, I think it was like one thirty in the morning. I was pretty much at the end of my life in my existence. <laughs> and these you really motherfuckers were. You were. were up there, up on the roof. And they were like, we're now going to go to some, I don't like bar or you club. Like, hey, I and you came and I remember being like, you shouldn't come because like you are, not, you're going to hate this. You're going to hate this. That but was the came. wake up call for <laughs> you as we were outside trying to figure out how, like where to go. You were like, oh, we got to turn around and go back. Yeah, we <laughs> you, your conclusion was basically, if he's that fucked up, that I have to be really fucked yeah, up. It was. Maybe I was like, we shouldn't do this. I don't think I can handle him with myself the way I am. Anyway. My yeah, I think my social life is exhausting, so I need to take a sabbatical. So I am. Wow. Which is fun. I think it'll be fun. Um, one thing I did do going into last year was Tuesdays were a day that I was gonna do nothing. And I think I pretty st- I stood pretty good at that this year. I didn't I like didn't book anything on a Tuesday, which was nice. Um so that was like my first step toward it. I was gonna say that's like a nice little was like an easy into it. That. Yeah, yeah. It was I just mean, like Tuesdays don't if someone unless yeah. it's like a birthday or something. But like, don't make a dinner plan on Tuesday. Don't do anything on Tuesday. Just like you, you literally, it doesn't mean you have to do, that doesn't mean you have to like do anything toward bettering yourself either. It just means do nothing. And then you can fill it in with things that you think are going to be good for you to better yourself. But, mm-hmm. but now I'm going cold turkey eventually, I think. Cold, cold turkey. Cold turkey. All right. Well, before we wrap up and jump into a little game, um, I wanted to ask everyone, what, what do you think? Paul's resolution should be for 2024. Oh my God. What would be, I don't know, because he's so neurotic. His resolution should be stay away from other men. T. I agree. I think it should be, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I don't know, Eric, what do you think? It's so hard because like we haven't like spoken to Paul in person and I feel like that's when we really hear about like yeah. his status. I would love for Paul to be a little less type A. I think he could let go a little bit. Yeah. And that's not a dig. That's yeah. just like I think an interesting like um like a like a little like test for himself. 
Yeah, I think it's not even that like he's type A in a detrimental way. It's just like it would be nice no, to it's see not detrimental Paul. At all. Yeah, it would be nice to see Paul just like give himself that rest that yes. comes with being just like a little bit not off, but you know, just not on 24/7. Yeah. That's a good one, Kirk. Wow, that's like an informed friends thing to say. Well, you're welcome, Paul, if you make it to this far in the episode. Yeah, my, mine was just some bullshit. <laughs> Suck less dick. No, I know I know. he's been on kind of a personal journey um, since getting divorced. I think he should just continue that. I think he should get married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Married to the game. Married to the grind. Um, the no, game. doing doing stuff by himself. I mean, he was in such a long-term relationship. He was. That, you know, exploring around Columbus and solo travel and stuff like that. I think you should do more of that. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up on Paul as he wraps it up on somebody else. Welcome back to another week of a new game. Kirk's kooky corner. KKK. Oh shit. (laughs) Oh fucking hell. Well, Kirk, a birth of a nation. Wilson. (laughs) Everybody put your hoods on and let's get going. Oh my God. You know what? I wish this was more visual so we could use that picture of Kirk laying in front of a Confederate flag license <gasps> oh plate. Oh my God, it's a Confederate fag. That's funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care what anyone said. So I was in Charleston, North Carolina in 2000. No, no, it was Savannah, Georgia. What the fuck? It's the same fucking place. Savannah, Georgia in 2019 <laughs> for a bachelor party. And my friend took a picture of me laying in front of a truck that had a Confederate fag, flag. Um, <laughs> of the license plate on the front and I was like this, we were really fucked up and I was like conf- and I took her phone I put it on her story it's a confederate fag and I posted it that one of her friends was like this is not okay and she was like I'm gonna have to delete this because it's not Kirk <laughs> I mean it's okay if I'm saying well I guess no it's not even the fact that the, I, you know you know I, I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It was just I'm like, just you a know, silly little boy. I hate Confederate people. Is that a thing? Confederate people? I'm not a fan of them. It's a joke. Okay. We don't like them. You know, normal people don't have to like make a passionate announcement. I mean, I'm not they a, denounce the Confederacy. I do denounce it's, the Confederacy. It's like every Republican like member of Congress who's had to go out of their way to be like, I do not support or side with Nazis. It's I'm like telling you for the last time. Right like it was more making fun of Confederate flags, and then I was a fag, so it was a Confederate fag. Okay, you had to be there. Um, that being said, we're gonna play a game that is called "What Was This Whistling Dixie." What was this? <laughs> what was this celebrity's New Year's resolution? Yeah. So this is like throughout the years, but I'm not. It doesn't irrelevant. I'm just gonna tell you the celebrity, and you're gonna tell me what is the resolution that they made and, and whatever. Um, I'll maybe give some context if I can, if I have the years, but um, regardless, it's just to see what you think that celebrity would say if they were asked what their resolution was. Cause these are real, these are real celebrities. Well, that's questionable. Oh, real okay. resolutions that they've said. First, we have the lovely Courtney Kardashian. What was her resolution? For anybody to care more about her than they do about any of her other sisters. Oh. Or her other mothers. <laughs> I don't know anything about the Kardashians other than Kim is the most famous. So I just assume all the rest of them are just. I am laughing because you're not wrong. <laughs> in 2015. <laughs> Wait, stop. Kind of, but you kind of are, but kind of not. 
In 2015, she shared that she wanted to live more in the present and less on her phone to refocus her priorities, making sure that, quote unquote, me is high on the list. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so she wanted to be the priority in her own eyes. Sure. And the lives of everyone else's. Probably not. Next is Duchess Meghan Markle. To get the fuck out of this crazy ass, inbred ass white family. Probably. I mean, she tried her best. To get out. (laughs) No, it was not that. But it was to stop biting her nails, to stop swearing, and to relearn French. (laughs) That's Wee wee. Girl, you are part of the British monarchy, not the French. Well, over the years, has there been that much of a distinction? Uh, Truly. Get into some kind of history lesson here. In their teeth, not really. Um, Okay. Actress and famous horrific person, Candace Cameron Bure, um, who, Andrew, is DJ Tanner from Full House. I'm sure you're aware. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yes, I'm aware Probably of that. Probably to, to do her daily devotionals twice a day and to <laughs> praise Jesus H. Christ. You are not wrong. Is that what she's up to? I don't know anything about her. Yes, other than Andrew, she, she is. So her brother, ironically, Kirk Cameron, is... Oh, um, I do know him. Oh, yes. Crazy, crazy. And she's Kirk she's do, down yes. the same path. So she said, I'm embracing my words for the year. Confidence and joy. I will have confidence in the Lord, not just in myself and joy through every trial, hardship, circumstance, because he has paved and fit and lit my path. He calls us to endure, which brings us proven character and hope, which does not... Shut the fuck up, Candace. Okay, I'm not reading all this. Uh, anyway, basically, yeah, she wants to fuck God. When you walked with me on the beach and saw only one set of footprints, that's when you knew <laughs> I carried you. This is some real live, laugh, love bullshit. Yes. I want to have dinner with Candace Cameron Bure and Candace Owens. Wow. What an iconic duo that would be. That would be so fun. Okay, what is Blake Shelton's New Year's resolution last year? Blake, is that the the the, the voice judge? I sounded like yeah. some yeah. old one. Someone's like, "Ooh, baby, is that the uh uh that that white boy from from the voice?" People only want to listen to Morgan Wallen anymore, so uh, he doesn't really have a singing career left. So he's just got to do the voice. So you know what? Maybe his New Year's resolution is to get a career. Maybe. Well, he told Fox News oh, no. <laughs> that he was going to cut down and have one less drink a day in 2023. Wow. That I mean, hey, like, a small step king. Got to hand it you to know him. What? Yep. That is a small and attainable goal. I don't know if anyone's going to know this woman. I, th- I mean, people will know. I don't know if Erica will know. I, don't, I know that Andrew won't. But Real Housewives of New Jersey star Teresa Judice. Oh, uh, to mind her fucking business. Um... I feel like if she were to make a New Year's resolution, it would have to be something that's publicly announced and just like a slight against another housewife. Well, she wants less drama, which is ironic when your job is to provide drama. See, that feels so like something I would say money. is a slight. Like I would be like, oh, my New Year's resolution is to have less drama with shady fucking bitches who can't get their act right, which is something I would say. I should be all of our New Year's resolutions. That's true. Andrew, do you, know who, do you know who Teresa is? I would love to get Andrew and Teresa in a room together. Why? Could you imagine? What would they talk I about? I think it'd be hilarious. I am aware of the Real Housewives franchise. And to me, I hope they're so. all the same. That's so, no, no, no. That's literally not true at all. Okay. That's like the my dumbest thing you've for ever you said. is to watch all of the Real Housewives pilot episodes. And my New Year's resolution then is to kill myself. Okay, then do it. Okay. We don't condone suicide. Oh, no. Um, All right, let's do a last one. 
Blake Shelton's wife, Gwen Stefani. <gasps> My birthday twin. Wait, really? Yes. Her birthday is October 3rd. Honestly, if you have anything negative to say about her, I'll fucking fight you. Her only resolution should be to remain perfect. Well, her resolution is actually one that we talked about. What do you think it is? Ooh. Earlier. To include less Orientalism in her music videos? <laughs> wow. First of all, Andrew, a word you can't use. <laughs> no, that's literally like, what it's called. Yeah. In that context, he's, uh, we can't call foul. I mean, we can because he's a white guy. So, like, what can he do, right? But <laughs> if a person of color said it, it would be fine. <laughs> Don't you dare come from my Harajuku girly. She even, oh God, that, that was like my favorite. Her music slapped during that phase. I don't care what anyone says. She's iconic. But her goal for 2023 in the new year was to garden more. Oh, slay. See, she's perfect. She, can, she and Oprah can go hang out. She said, I think my resolution is going to be to make sure that I educate myself more on gardening because that's my new hobby with Blake. That's and we cute. had a failed gardening year this year. I mean, we had a lot of things against us. There was a drought. Can you blame us? <laughs> That's literally what she Stop. Said. I love her. I love her. I've been met her. I've not met her, but I'm next to her in person and she's incredible skin. That doesn't and surprise me. And I wanted to tell me. her to divorce her husband, but I didn't tell her that because Blake Shelton is trash. I've said it. I know nothing about him because like, why would I other than he was on The Voice or is on The Voice? I, I think know. he's like a Fox, Fox girly to me. I mean, literally the quote here was given to Fox News. I was going to say, well, he's he's worked with them. So and like he like his mate, like he I feel like Gwen got weird after she married him. You know, I don't know. Yeah, no, I could see that. I actually don't know. It's if very I, like, it's giving get out. I'm not going to lie. I know. That whole series she did on YouTube about semen retention and sunning your balls with UV light really was very red pilled. Wait, what? I'm kidding. Who? Oh my God, Andrew. I almost the said girl. Is... That, in my mind, I was like, wasn't, I was like, girl, no, that's, um, that's Gwyneth Paltrow. But then it wasn't that either. Andrew's just talking out of his ass, his unwashed ass. She didn't get that weird. No, but she just like put out weird country Christmas-esque type music. And yeah. I want what I want from her is to appropriate Asian culture. And if I'm not getting that, then I'm not getting anything. Period. Go back to your roots, Gwen. Yes, her roots. Someone else's roots. <laughs> well, that was another riveting game of celebrity resolutions that we'll never play again. We hope you all have a wondrous new year. We hope your resolution is to listen more to our podcast. I'm Kirk. I'm Andrew. And I'm Erica. Never have I ever hooked, hooked up with a fan. Well, I mean, if they're not a fan, they I mean, wouldn't be hooking up. <laughs> <laughs> if they um, weren't before, they were after. You know what I'm talking about, Erica? Yes, Neil! Thank you for listening to Hellscape Carousel. If you like what you heard, leave a five-star review, subscribe, and follow us on social media. Stay tuned for more episodes. 